I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine can only imagine. Hit this is super painful. Can we be done? Surrounded what we feel. Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or in all you be still? Will I stand in your presence? Or my knees will I fall? All right, that's good. That's, that's good. <laughs> This is Brothers of Ash, a podcast that explores how Christian doctrine should be lived out in fellowship from a Reformed Baptist perspective. And we are on quarantine day, what now? 10? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's 10. <laughs> is it? Is it? I don't know. I'm not even keeping count, honestly, but it just got I extended. Know, dude. Chad, are you so, still essential? Are you still essential? Yeah. Oh my are you? Gosh, dude, you have yeah. to get away for dude, something. Dude, you're disgusting. <laughs> It's dude, we're, 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 we are there the entire time. Chad is literally, he's uh what's his name? Looking up people like, Oh, you disgust me. (laughs) (laughs) Stay away. uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan, what's his name? Uh, pretty boy, Ryan. I'm going to get crucified in the podcast. If this comes on to the the final four, (laughs) Ryan Gosling, the notebook guy, he's like, what? No, get away from me. Is that Ryan Gosling? Yeah, I think that is. Yeah, it is. I don't. Yeah, because that's different than uh, I'm thinking of uh, Burt Reynolds' son, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Burt I, thought you, I thought you were gonna hang just with Burt Reynolds. I was like, dude, that's nothing. Like, like Burt Reynolds. Whoa, whoa, whoa. His Where son. 1980 right now. Like Burt Reynolds when he's laying on the rug with no shirt pants on. <laughs> or... <laughs> oh my gosh. Byron, the video you made with River, like throwing the ball to himself, to himself. that was. That was amazing. That was so good. <laughs> I have uh, we have other ideas that we were talking about today, throwing around ideas that we might do. Dude, yeah, it, like well, just okay. The the I, I just wanted to say like what okay. Social media before COVID nineteen was like you terrible. knew who was on. Yeah, terrible. yeah, it was terrible, and it was the same people. Terrible. But like now in COVID nineteen, <laughs> two weeks in everybody's on it, and everybody's like the people that never post that just basically like watch people and like things every once in a while and don't post anything like they're actually posting things now and it's hilarious like people are so bored i know that 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 was thing like so last night um you know i mean it's not like i'm sure we're like everybody else no one's really leaving the house to go do a bunch of stuff other than like maybe walking or or just you know going around out back or something and we are literally I was just sitting there and I'm on Facebook and I don't really get on Facebook too much, but I like Instagram more and I'm sitting there on Facebook and uh, no, you embrace those. You embrace that. Next time you embrace opening that can. Um, it's spilled all over me. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Idiot. Uh, but we're sitting there, we're sitting there and I'm just, as I'm looking through Facebook, and I'm not on it very long. I get off and I go to Instagram and then I just start thinking of myself like, this is so boring to sit here and just scroll through a feed over and over 
and over. I was like, this is wasting so much time of my life. Like I never realized it until this happened. Yeah. And after like, a well, while, this is a you lot feel of time wasted. Yeah. And you feel so just like, ugh. yeah. Like, so I decided to make, you know, four videos for Instagram today. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent more time on my phone afterwards. But I was outside doing it. So it's all good. No, but yeah, it's, it is amazing how you can just, or at least, or at least I could just get lost in just mundanely brainlessly yeah scrolling through and just being like dude that's this that is quarantine line horrible this is the dude. worst so how's your guys' sanity level sanity levels uh it, it's good i think that like one of the biggest things is is just like last night i just i so i what this is kind of weird but last night i sat and watched um uh my cousin Vinny. Uh, and oh, sat there nice. and watched it, and you know it's Premium funny. Premium movie, movie. Yeah, it's hilarious. So I sat there in the dark and just like kind of sat there and watched it. And as I was sitting there, I was kind of weirdly reflecting on how the day went because you know they're the boys get caught up in like this murder that they're being held accountable for, but they you know aren't and stuff. And I started thinking like, man, what if that was my kids and stuff and something like that happened? And then I started thinking like, how am I wasting time, not spending time or investing in hanging out with them? And I spend more time being like, Hey, stop doing that. Or Hey, stop doing this. You know, instead of just being like, sure. being more patient with them and loving with them or, or dedicating more time to each of them, you know, and stuff. And it, I don't know. It was just, it was as you're watching my cousin Vinny. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the hey, weirdest man. thing. Like that's Joe the Pesci sign. is convicting. All right, Chad. <laughs> Joe Pesci is convicting. Or convincing. He's really good at arguing in that yeah. movie. But, Speaking uh, of Joe Pesci, he was just on that, uh, that really long Netflix Irishman. film. Irishman. Yeah. That was, that was such a good movie. Yeah. He's old in that, isn't he? I don't know about he that is. movie. I'm not, I like love that movie. Now. That movie, it just, it, ta- it, it tried to be Goodfellas too much. And mm. I just don't think it landed yeah, right. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I could see, see that. I, I've I like only watched the movies like that. So. Yeah, exactly. And it was nice because Netflix, I think they did it really well. But uh, I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of Goodfellas. So it's only been like maybe one or two times I've seen it. So then watching this is like, okay, this is cool. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since you've had like a good mobster movie essentially so hey if you guys want to watch a good show on netflix if since we're since it kind of took this turn um have you guys seen the hunters mm-hmm. i think it's called no. hunters it's the amazon Nazi. prime amazon, prime. Oh, amazon? dude that show is so cool fantastic yeah like hunters? stars like it's, it's called the hunters really? i think it's got oh, al pacino and stuff awesome. i will i will not spoil oh, it wow. for you chad but dude if you've got time to sit and watch like 10 episodes there it's good it's a really cool show it's I've been waiting engaging. for a really good show to pop up. Hunters, um, I'm gonna do, would, I'm gonna do yes. what you couldn't do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a nice crack. That's good. I'm gonna do what both of you can't do right now. Just puff on this floor. <laughs> yeah, that cigar looks so nice it right does. now. I know, it does. I love it. For um, those that can't see us, Jack is smoking. Speaking cigar, speaking so. of shows and Netflix, uh Tiger King, Tiger King, Tiger King. Oh my gosh. Where do you you begin with that? So first of all, Jack, what what episode are you on? I think I'm on four. Okay. Is is it like a documentary? Like what is it? It's like a docu-series. So like, okay. Imagine interviews uh, and stuff like that. So making of a murder. Imagine that, but with redneck methed out hick folk. Okay. Who is it kind of like, is it kind of like, uh, 
Have you guys seen, um, not crap. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, drug drug lords on Netflix. I think it is not yet. No. Okay. So they, 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 what they do is they do interviews with the people Oh, okay. and, then they, and then they do reenactments yeah. and stuff like that and then they show yeah. live video of like i've seen part of that being videotaped and yeah stuff like Ti- that, so. tiger king is like it's a documentary but like yeah. they're showing actual footage like okay. they're talking about the past and they're also documenting the present and uh it's pretty good so the first episode i watched like i think half or three-fourths flew through and i was like this is just this is horrible. Like, so I just clicked off it, put on the office and then, and then the next day, and then the next day people started posting about it. And Mm -hmm. a a, a couple people posted about it that I'm like, they're watching that show. Like, does it get that good? Everybody's watching it. It don't suck you in. It's so many bubbles. And then the next night, like YouTube or something. (laughs) The the next night I started episode two. And yeah, big cats with a legal um, big cat breeding. Yes. Yeah. So I started episode two, and then Janelle walks in half through, like, "What's this? <laughs> what? And, what is this?" And and and, 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 it, and it had just gotten to like the really like racy stuff where you uh-huh. find out about each of their like sexualities and stuff, okay. and 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 I was just like, "Yeah, you're right. This is like just disturbing." Like, I mean, but, <laughs> but it's, it's like. Gripping. It's, it's 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 yeah it's, it's like, like a it's, train wreck like it's disturbing yes. to look at but you it's, can't yeah. stop you can't watching. yeah you can't you turn, turn away you can't turn your eyes away from it <laughs> yeah, so okay. so 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 then me and janelle were just totally like yep not gonna watch that show and then she gets on twitter facebook Binge whatever. watching it by yourselves underneath the blankets <laughs> <No>. <laughs> back to back she, well, well she saw so many people talking about it and she's like all right We've got to watch this. So during the boys' nap today, we watched the third episode because Janelle basically heard that if you can get through the first three episodes after that, then it's much easier watching because it's less about their sexuality and more about like what's actually happening. So good moral stories. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, man, these, it's just the depravity of, of man is, uh, is nuts. Um, these guys are into some crazy stuff and it's very interesting. See, uh, things like that. It's like, I see that and I see that like, Oh, that's, that's funny. I, I guess, you know, and I don't know anything about it, but I see these jokes and memes that people are doing. And it's hilarious. The Trump one you but posted just, is yeah, so, good. Oh my God. so good. Have you seen the one? About oh my God. When, have you seen the one when it's the actual dude? And he's like, yeah, I'll have to share it with you guys. Maybe we'll put it in the show oh, notes, yeah. but like, he's like, he's like, when I call my my uh, my barber to say how do I get this like haircut and dye back to normal and it says mullet with a blonde and black hair, dude. I was sitting at the table and I could not stop crying. I was laughing so hard and I don't even know what the show is, but it's like, but I get these. I see these shows that everybody goes through, and I just I don't know what it is. Like I'm just not interested. Like I'm just not interested. Like Sarah watched Stranger Things. Everybody was doing Stranger Things. Just not interested. I've watched it now and it's fine. Uh, but like a show that I love now is The Office. But when The Office was around, it had no care in the world to even watch it. And then it got on yeah. Netflix, and I watched one, and I was like, "Oh, this is funny." And yeah. watched another, you know, and it kind of just rolled down. So yeah, I'll probably yeah. watch it once the series is done, kind of thing, which is what yeah. I normally do. When it was on TV, I watched it a couple times, but that was when I was in the army, so like I just had no freedom essentially. Sure. And then afterwards, just like you, it was on Netflix, and that's when I really started watching it. And I think now, like. I've probably gone through all the seasons like at least 10 times. Like it's one of those yeah, shows yeah. that we just Easy turn on. Yeah. Exactly. We just turn it on. It's in the background. It's mm-hmm. funny. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. 
Always great. Yeah, people are getting very bored on social media. One one thing I saw on uh, Twitter, um, fans were ranking their top three wrestlers of all time. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, Who would you so say top- yours are? I mean, well, nobody just- nobody has any other things to do right now. There's no sports. People no are sports. people are 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 deep diving yeah. the internet and sports. Yeah. Like it's nuts. I keep getting coming up. Yeah, I keep yeah. getting hit up from people being like your top four b- favorite baseball players. And it's all baseball stuff. And I'm like, this is cool. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love it. But it's like, how it's do you narrow so it down? so crazy. I like, never thought that ESPN would have repeats or reruns. They are rerun. That's did, all they got is reruns right now. Did you man. see, did you see that Joe Buck is near? Uh-huh. He, he's actually, he's yeah. viewing little league games and like commentating it. them. Are you, are you <laughs> That's serious? That's what he's doing. Yeah. Bananas. That's all he's doing. He's watching old v- little wow. league games and he's, he's uh, commentating them. That's what he's doing. <laughs> that's actually really cool is that no, on youtube no. yeah he put it on uh instagram i like i don't like joe buck at all yeah, but that, yeah. that's actually pretty cool yeah yeah, no, or, he, yeah he, Aikman sits, he sits there and does it he sits there and commentates to the game to the little Aikman the has to be drunk every single time he comes <laughs> yeah that guy is horrible he is a great um, quarterback though yeah the plays. best the the best announcers are tony romo oh yeah and uh up there. romo is the pinnacle yeah. Oh yeah, right Romo's he amazing. Can call, he can call plays before they even happen. That's the cool. Yeah, thing. dude, he's awesome. And then uh, uh, I'm really mad at myself for not remembering his name, but uh, the Raiders head coach, Al Michaels, oh, John Gruden. John Gruden. Oh, when Gruden, when yeah. dude when Chucky? he was announcing Monday Night Football, he, he looks like Chucky. He looks like Chucky. Hey, let me tell you something right here. Uh, people is about to throw it about 900 yards, everybody. All interceptions. Uh, he he was just a lot like Romo on Monday Night Football. Like he was really good. So yeah, it was agree. fun. He's got this weird accent that none of his other siblings have. It's weird. Really? Yeah. It's he does. It's he talks funny. Weird. It's it's ridiculous. I think he just did it. To make more money, to be quite honest, and, and like a character, like wrestlers <laughs> do, like they uh, they put on a character. It's a persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like uh, Deion Sanders with his prime time and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, you got to brand he yourself stuff like that. Yeah, he branded himself. Yeah, there's actually a podcast called Sports Wars, and that podcast is like the coolest because it's got it's the guy shares stories and he goes through interviews and all these things, and he does a podcast on athletes like Jerry Rice versus Deion Sanders, and he does hmm. uh, like. The Rock versus Stone Cold and their whole rivalry. Oh Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille nice. O'Neal and Kobe, Stone you know, the Cold Yankees Steve and the Mets. Austin, it's cool. Stone Cold cool. Steve Austin is hilarious. Actually, you know they had a 316 day like a few weeks ago. It was awesome. awesome 316. That's awesome. Oh my gosh! It's I'm like forever now. Going to celebrate that day. Yeah, it's going <laughs> every down. year. He went. He went to the Cleveland Browns facility and him and Baker took pictures nice. and just cracked beers together. That's so. awesome. He actually talked. He actually talked about how that came about. Oh. He talked about mm-hmm. how he's like, yeah, this, hey man, you know this one guy, he was just go cracking his beer back, and I'm like, screw that, I'm just gonna clack him together and just <laughs> dump it all over me or something like That's that. That's awesome. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's Steve awesome. Austin, I loved when he crashed the uh, when he crashed the beer truck into the ring and he pulls out the beers and he's drinking on top of it. It was awesome. But yeah, I anyways. wasn't allowed to watch wrestling. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, seriously, you didn't watch any yeah. of that? Nope. I'm not buying your mom's book now. That. You should totally deprived you. Oh yeah. my gosh, Gigi ain't getting nothing. Gigi's getting What's... nothing. <laughs> 
what's uh what what's hilarious is you know um the wwe uh like made yeah. a come come back on fox and so yeah. there were like ads playing you know before the whole COVID 19 and, and and blake saw it and he was like whoa that's awesome dad let's wrestle right now and i was like i was like yeah let's do it this is yeah. fun but like and chad's like how do we do this what do i do with my hands <laughs> oh homeschooling do we take our shirts off and wrestle in oil, or how does this work? That's like Will Ferrell from Ladies Man. Yeah, yeah. It's got a hint, hint, of, hint of lemon and lavender. It's sweet to the smell. One, one meme that, uh, that, that, besides the, what did you post today, Jack? What was uh, that? Was it the, uh, the Hillsong worship with how no, long no, it's the kids for us one? to get the taxes back? Yeah. They're like, no, for generations, I, uh, for generations, for <laughs> thousands of generations. <laughs> I I uh, commented on it that it was the best. Oh, the Jaws. Okay, so Jaws, right? Yeah. So Jaws, the Mare and Jaws, the original Mare and Jaws was always like, there's nothing to be afraid about. We're not shutting anything down. Oh, but like, money. Oh, I thought you said Jaws, the original Jaws from like 007. No, 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 no. <laughs> like Jaws the movie, like Shark. Yeah, Shark yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, the mayor in that movie was like, we're not shutting the beaches <laughs> down. We're not doing anything. And he's like, the be- <laughs> I've just put up there, the beaches will be open <laughs> on Easter. <laughs> on Easter, like, yeah, yeah. On Easter, NASA, yeah. NASA, <laughs> it ain't happening, bro. <laughs> no. It ain't happening, well, Trump good. boy. Then, uh, so yeah, that that one is definitely my my uh, favorite. But then there was this other one. It it said, uh, so it's got this picture of a semi truck, and it's oh, like, yeah, and it's delivering Charmin toilet paper. <laughs> so it's a Charmin toilet paper. Shout out to Charmin Ultrasoft. Shout out um, to Charmin, y'all. Yeah, and the back of the truck it has like this bubble <laughs> like gunner. on yeah, just like a tail gunner, <laughs> and it says says grandpa what did you do during the great coronavirus panic of 2020 <laughs> well son i had a very dangerous job i was a tail gunner on a Charmin delivery truck oh on the back of that one on the, the highway yeah yeah that was awesome so <laughs> hey but you it's said so toilet paper is making a comeback so yeah yeah not gonna be needed sure. anymore did we did we did pastor bubba talk about that this morning on the I on missed the it. Sermon, yeah, I missed said, it too. There's a psychological thing behind people buying Charmin to- oh. Charmin toilet or Charmin toilet paper. Just he just said toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yeah, I'm just gonna put Charmin in there because now because yeah. they're sponsor us now. So yeah. they're they're our yeah. number one sponsor. We <laughs> yeah, love Charmin. Our, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, uh, that was actually a good sermon today. That was actually a really good sermon. Yeah, it was. I actually enjoyed it. I like it was very enjoyable. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen to it again and uh, listen to it. You mean the first time? I saw you sleeping <laughs> on the couch earlier. <laughs> yeah. Bumming it, yeah, straight up bumming it. My tummy hurts, <laughs> and you're just sleeping. <laughs> Chanel, get me some ginger ale and a cracker. The <laughs> <laughs> home church life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are killing me. I can't focus. Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> there was actually one last uh, funny thing that I uh, saw uh, just today. Um, it was from uh, Dustin Nickerson. Oh my uh, gosh. I saw that in about plots, dude. <laughs> I was about so, ready to die in my kitchen when I saw that. 
Speaking of people like just with nothing to do, like just so all, so all of you know, Dustin Nickerson is a comedian. He's actually a local comedian that grew up in Federal Way with a friend of ours. Uh, shout out to Micah Cariota. Went to went to school with him. And uh, love Micah, by the way. Yeah, That's Micah's cool. great. And uh, his his best friend growing up, Dustin, uh, is a comedian now. He lives down in San Diego, and. Uh, Actually, it was like the end of this month, he was going to be at the Tacoma Comedy Club and I had two tickets. Just so get that to reminds it. me, I got to get Sorry. my money back for that. But uh, anyways, Hurry up. So, <laughs> he made a daily quarantine schedule. I'm just going to read it for us. So it says the first thing in the morning. Wake from nightmare to greater nightmare. Dang, do you have to be so close to the mic? I can hear you. I literally can hear what? you breathing. I thought you were going to talk about the Beth Moore one because that one I died over. That one was hilarious. We'll but we'll read that on. tweet next. All right. So this oh one. yeah, the go home one, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So the daily quarantine schedule: wake from nightmare to greater nightmare. Make coffee. Drink coffee without cream, but with existential crisis. Tell kids to get off screens. Start schoolwork with kids. Resist temptation to put them back on screens. Put them back on screens. Yeah. Exercise in parentheses. Change clothes. <laughs> Decide to Socks, have leftovers for dinners. Yeah, leftovers for dinner. Remember there are no leftovers. Make dinner. Assemble PB and Js. Cry. Regret using tissues for tears. <laughs> Wonder if you showered. Remember it doesn't matter. Put kids to bed. Watch Tiger King and feel better about your current condition. <laughs> check news check news yeah. one more time yeah. before bed and then continue not to nightmares i just thought that was good that was funny a lot of those there actually is. is funny you go through those lists that's yeah it's like everyday life almost yeah, yeah it's like yeah, yeah. uh-huh tell the kids to get off the screens start <laughs> school with kids resist the like, temptation uh, put them back on just put them get back on the on. screens <laughs> the exhaustion <laughs> of putting clothes on yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, awesome that's actually funny. Yeah. i didn't even see this when did you add this uh i added it um like an hour before we met that's funny uh i just i do want to make something kind of clear real quick not that probably anybody cares but i have the smallest beard in the group now yeah what is that a two i have the largest chin chins chins Chins. (laughs) Chins. (laughs) what did you go down to is that a one or a two uh i went down to a one dang guy but this no this is already growing back though it was like almost bald it wasn't bald but it was like super super thin like really thin just in a couple of days it grew in like thicker yeah so i'm second place jack yeah. jack's been in the lead for a while yeah, yeah i got so. that squaws <laughs> yeah yours is basically i mean if you what if his was a lego on, piece and every night he took it off and put it like on like no. a little head rack <laughs> and just brushed it out every night and then stuck it on and then slept and then put it back on over his chin <laughs> hey trump did that poll thing and we know it can still be fake uh, no 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 sir i'm like miracle on street i am the real santa all right so <laughs> did you work at macy's <laughs> did you work at macy's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did. That was in like the forties, dude. That's when you can make like bank if you worked as a Santa. Like, you guys ready to get to the meat and potatoes? Yeah, I thought we'd done that this whole time. Maybe okay. it's the exotic. Maybe it's the exotic tiger that's talking. Hashtag, hey, what are you drinking? Uh, no, no, by the no. way, 
Uh, so today is an, again Seven Seas, yep. and it's the Red Parrot or Rude mm. Parrot IPA. Yeah. Okay, Rude I'm parrot. drinking Elysian Dayglow IPA. And Jack and is Jack not is drinking. Smoking. smoking. What are you smoking? Having agua. Uh, I am smoking a Trinidad Espiritu. Uh, in the shout out Holy Spirit right there. Uh, <laughs> smells great. <laughs> yeah, it smells awesome. Thank you. It's good. It's fantastic. Here we go. Philippians 2, 1 through 11. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you Look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross." Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed him on the name that is above every name, so that, at, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Um, so for those of you that, um, well, hopefully you just listened to the last episode, we are covering this series uh, that we're calling Biblical Manhood on uh, Go, we're just going over Philippians 2, 1 through 11. And uh, this week we're, we're going over humility. Um, and the two verses that we're going to kind of focus on and kind of ask questions about is uh, verse 3, where it says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. And then also, you know, it's, it's the whole section, but then in verse 8, uh, the the latter part of eight, um, he, he, or excuse me, first eight and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So talking about humility, um, and the first part, you know, it talks about do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. So, so, so our first question for the group is what are your ambitions and as you are achieving them where is your heart at this can be a you know a general question because um yeah it's just like what are your ambitions when it comes to like uh serving others when it comes to anything because if you think about it like um all right so the bible just said do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit so mm -hmm. So literally everything that I do, um, I do it for it you. Yeah, I do it for you know for God ultimately, <laughs> um, and for others. Robin Hood, uh, baby, that's a Robin Hood reference right there. I love how Chad, you just moved on, but I was watching Chad's uh, Jack's face slowly smile because he got it. <laughs> it awesome. Come on, Chad. Jeez, it's hilarious. Man. Yeah, homeschool self is killing me right now. I know, seriously, good lord. All right, so humility, right? Yeah, humility. And then what do we what do we think about it? We could start with just well, humility, honestly, and yeah. then talk about I think, um, yeah. I think humility is something that 
um, right now it's a it's a quid pro quo, so to say. That's a throwback from early 2020 uh, when we were going through the whole impeachment when they were using quid pro quo pro all the time and stuff like that. But um, I think humility is only expedient and valued if it gets you somewhere. Um, meaning that if I'm humble enough, uh, this will get me this to this place or this direction in life. So, okay, I'm just going to do it for a season. Like it's not going to be a value I hold on to. It's just going to be something that um, props me up and I can go to it so that it can get me either money or celebrity or whatnot or yeah, yeah, so that's the exact opposite of exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, but I think in our day right now, that's how it's viewed. And I think that's seeping into the, I don't know if it's, see, it's kind of weird because there's this weird movement within a certain eschatological group of folks who hold the post-millennialism, who are very much like, we're kings and we're going to raise kings and our kids aren't going to be peons. And like, I'm like, what? This is not even biblical at all. Um, and so there's a group of folks that are saying that, and it's not even coming out of any scripture that I've ever read in my entire life as a believer, which is 14 mm. coming up on 14 years. And so it's like, what? Um, I just don't, I don't get that, but it, it's, uh, I don't know you're, you're trying to like love actually me or something right now. Douglas Byron. Wilson. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Dougie, Dougie will, will, uh, is, is that where the, that this like message of, um, being Kings is derived from? It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of within that realm. And I, but then what that. would the right yeah, be? So when you say you people, who are you talking about? Jack? <laughs> yeah. We need to clarify that real fast. We don't have uh, Shate on this yet. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by when did I say you people? I didn't say oh, you. No, people. I mean you, you just uh, yeah, like like what like like basically like I I I don't know the group that you're talking about. Okay. Who who is it? So it is people who subscribe to Douglas Wilson mostly, uh. and then some of the I've heard some of the cross politic dudes say this, not to throw shade at them, but I'm kind of throwing shade at them. Uh, what they said verbatim, what I just said, gonna, you're going to hawk or bootleg humanity or humility in this way. And yeah, then so you you use it to... yeah, you're not really doing, you're not really actually doing what the text tells you to do with what Jesus said, which is, no, 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 you need to like, I think the root of that all comes back to pride. Every mm -hmm. single time I talk to men, it pride is at the issue of what they're dealing with. Sure. You know, could it, could it be that since you're anything else, could it be that your belief differs from them? So then for, it seems a little bit more extreme or out there or not biblical because your convictions come that you say will come from a more biblical conviction and they would say the same exact thing. So how do you work through that? I would say that there's a, there's a twisting of what they believe because they're they're twisting i would say and this happens anywhere this i mean what i can say to them is basically they're in error for saying that to say like hey you're uh because we can say that to arminians let's be honest about that like well, they're wrong they, they're an error i would say they're an error yeah. um yeah no yeah I they're agree. still saved but they're an yeah, error absolutely yeah like absolutely. every single council that came out against arminians has said okay, what you believe, like you're not going to hell for it, but you're in right. error. 
Right. Um, and I would say the same thing to those guys. It's like, okay, you're not a heretic, but like you're an heir for saying like, okay, my kids, I need to raise my kids to be Kings. Yeah. Like there's nothing in scripture that says that. <laughs> I think that Jack, you bring up an uh, interesting point because like, uh, basically like putting on the face of humility for uh political gain or yeah, for uh, the show of it for the blood sport for whatever yeah. and then well, even when you get a new job like sure. you could like you know put on this face that you're pri- trying to uh prove that you're like a good person you're the good employee and all this all, all these other things and um you know basically like you use it to achieve certain things, whether it's a promotion or, um, to be popular in a group. Uh, and this is coming, this is coming to play in my work because there are people that are not only contributing to the project that I'm the project manager for, but there are other people as well. And when they got beef, they're not going to, sometimes they don't even tell me directly that they got beef with me. And then my supervisor comes over to me and he's like, Hey, they kind of said that you were doing this. And I'm like, what? Okay, so what do I have to do to make it right? And I'll be straight up with them. It's like, I'll, I'll tell my supervisor, I don't care. Like, what do I have to do to make this right? Because I'm not here for my own glory or for Jack's kingdom or whatever that is. It's like, I just want to help service members out. How can I do that? How can I be humble? How can I show them that I'm not in it to screw you guys over? I'm just here. If I say something, it's probably going to offend you. Okay. Let's work through that and let's reconcile with that. Um, so, I mean, I've seen it straight up, you know, in my face a couple different times. And mm-hmm. it's like, you always got to give them what we call the thank you sandwich. Have you heard of that? You say, thank you mm-hmm. for this, like these attributes. And then you address your issue with that person. And then you follow it with a thank you. Mm-hmm. So if you give them a thank you sandwich, Hey, just give me a thank you sandwich. I've, I've had that done. Like maybe I've had that done once. And then the other time recently it didn't happen. And that's where I was like, okay, what do I have to do? Like that's how it plays out in your work life. Sometimes is sometimes people will slander you or they'll say something behind your back. It's like, and then you just have to be humble about it and say, I'm not in it for the glory guys. I'm not hearing it to screw you over. I'm just here to see these people succeed. Okay. How do we need to reconcile to do that going forward? Yeah. I, I, I think that like working as a team like that, you know, you could be working towards the goal of, of success as the team, but then you stand out as like the breadwinner essentially of the group and then they get mad, jealous. And that's, and that's what was addressed too. So, so, so then like, yeah, exactly. So as you stick out, they naturally, will look bad per se it's just it's just their interpretation of it but you're kind of spearheading the movement and uh what i find difficult is that like how do you like look like if you know you're that that person like you're leading the charge um how do you continue to lead the charge and like be humble like the 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 one way that I've I I feel like I've I found is that like as I've entered this new job and we're working on like you know these delivery service partners becoming better with their drivers to be on time and and load the vehicles quickly you know the the like my my team after we've like done our jobs like 
I tell them individually, like what they did really well. And I thank them for it. Like, Hey, you guys did this really well today. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Like without you, we wouldn't have been able to do that or capture that information so we could hold them accountable. So it's like, I don't know. Is that being humble by telling someone like, Hey, good job. Way to do that. Well, you, because I would go ahead, go ahead. What, what people, so this is kind of the, the unbiblical way, so to say, but this is what a lot of industries do. They'll say, Hey, if they want to address an issue with you, they'll do that. Thank you sandwich. Like I said, sure. Because it softens the blow. Sure. It's not coming straight at you saying, Hey, you suck. This is what you need to change on versus. And honestly in the church, if, if I'm in DG and somebody says, Hey, you sinned against me. It's like, well, we got to work on that. Uh, they're yeah. not going to give me a thank you sandwich. Uh, they're right. just going to say, you sinned against me. Okay, let's work <clears throat> on that. Mm-hmm. Versus, I feel like in a civilian realm where Chad and I came out of in the army, it was always in your face. And in the civilian world, it's like, you got to like butter that bread up before you give it to somebody, you know? So that's what that whole thank you sandwich is. That's not humility. That's just saying, that's how you navigate around if I need to be humble and if somebody gives me that one time, okay, then I need to say, uh, okay, I have to admit to that. And then on top of it, it's like, okay, this is how I'm going forward and how I'm not doing that. And here's actually my intentions. Yeah. That's, that's what I was trying to get to. It's like, uh, tones, you know, doing that thank you sandwich thing there, whatever. It's just like part of being, that's what I was trying to get from Chad more of just, being more humble would be like if someone is confronting you on an issue as a man, especially of God, I would hope, but just in general, I I would assume that being humble would be like what you said, Jack, just stepping back and going, Hmm, maybe you didn't say this, but it's like stepping back and just being able to just go, maybe there's some truth to maybe what they said. And then how do I approach that instead of just trying to feel like I need to defend myself and go, hey, well, uh, this person did this, and that, you know, like kids do, you know, kids do that, well, and, and adults I mean, do men, that too. But. Men, want, men want to defend themselves all the time. Right, absolutely, like if absolutely. You, if you get into an argument, you're right. Yeah, for and sure. And your wife is wrong 100% of the time, right? And then... Yeah, unless you're married to Sarah, she's always right. <laughs> she's our only like, subscriber, come on, I guess. But like, you know, I've had this experience maybe a couple times where I've been like a little defensive and then I'm like, no, nope, I need to go back to my girlfriend and say, yep, I was wrong. I'm, I screwed up there. This is how I need to repent. So I think that's, I mean, that's just, I think that's humility. And if people can't admit that they're wrong and they're always like in this spotlight, like I'm right and I'm right hundred yeah. percent of the time, I wouldn't say that's, yeah, that's following the text. To answer your question, yeah, Byron, I would agree. like would in that situation, I could totally go to my boss and my boss's boss and say like, Hey, these are the things I did that made us successful today. Um, and like basically communicating to my team what they did well and thanking them for it. Like that just lets them know that I acknowledge that they did it and I need them to be successful. And cause like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I always feel. And working, working at a corporate team mm-hmm. is not the church. Like, so that's where it's going to be difficult where, this is what we're living out in the church. Okay. How do we implement that in the real world everyday kind of life too? So. Cause I feel that I come off as you guys can attest to this as strong and bold, like, and kind of like, 
Like, yeah, it's the guy, yeah, Chad. Like, I, like I'm definitely bold. out there, and I let my opinion be heard. And 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 sometimes it's I can be mild. a little brash and just like say, <laughs> we need to do it this way. Essentially, like. Um, but doesn't that stem from like you just being a control freak? <laughs> Uh, is, it, is it like that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, that yeah, was in the okay. sermon. That okay, was in the sermon this morning. Oh, okay. That was in the sermon I this just, morning. I control freak. Just wanted so I don't to make sure that has to do with humbleness, more <laughs> or less, like no. management or leadership style. So no, I don't think it does. <laughs> anyways, I don't know. I well, maybe this is totally separate, but like the thing that I was thinking of earlier was, uh, I. I I feel weird when like people encourage me or say thank you for something that I did for them. And like my reaction yeah. is sure. like, I want to like uh, acknowledge and say, you know, thank you and stuff like that. But like, then at the same time, like, I don't want to sound like, yeah, I did do that. Like, yeah. Like, like, like so what do you hole. do? Like, like what's the real thing to do? Like, Cause I feel awkward. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you need and and humbleness in receiving those kind of um, that kind of exhortation is tough. I think for some of us, um, but I mean like, yeah, we need to say thank you to our pastors. Yes. We need to say these things because they're leading us and it's like, they need to feel this way, this, this love back from, you know, their congregants in this way. And so, I think it's humble for them to just say, I mean, honestly, uh, what a lot of our pastors have shared in sermons within the last, I would say last six months is like hugely encouraging because they're starting to open up way more, I think, than they have in the last four years that we went and became an independent church, which is really like, that really helps me out. And so I'll come up to them and I'm like, Hey, thank you so much for sharing that. And they're very grateful and very, but they're also like very touched too, because it's like, I know sometimes those pastors, they're slaving away at those sermons, hoping that it, that the Holy spirit would yeah. use it to somebody. And so, um, you know, in that one way that shows that it shows their response and humbleness. And I can see it a lot in our pastors. And I would hope that if your pastors just like brush off your compliment to them, or you're like, wanting to thank them as like, it's no big deal. Then it's like, something might be going down there. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a difference between just being able to, like, if you came up to your pastor and said, you know, because I've gone to Pastor Bubba and said, hey, Pastor Bubba, thank you for sharing that sermon. That was something that, you know, the Holy Spirit used to convict me. And he's like, hey, no problem, brother. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad it worked that way. You know, I'm glad the, the spirit worked that way. And it was like, I didn't take that. I think that if he was like, of course, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, you know, like, you know, like that would be like, like, that's the point, you know, it's God like, I think that would be different. To but really yeah, I would agree. To people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah. Byron, I'm your pastor. This should happen every What's Sunday. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I need your time. Yeah. What is wrong with you people? Yeah, I think there's a balance between like accepting uh, people's uh, thank yous and encouragements um, for something good that you did, but then like, you know, just not taking advantage of that and being um, humble recipient of it. Uh, but yeah, but I think Chad, you and I have a different perspective on this because we were in the military and especially in the army. And if people see you in the uniform outside of a military installation, 
they will say that. thank you to you and you're like yeah oh i don't my know gosh. why I, it still is a pet peeve for me maybe that's why i feel like that with like, like normal how do I thank yous and that question so what happens when so what happens when people don't say thank yeah. you then you guys get bitter because yeah. no one's there? No. Well I hate this, but I love it too. But dang it, it nobody's is, asking it is, me. Well, saying that to me. It's t- it's tough because some people I felt that kind of uh it's like, okay, if somebody can I would just want somebody to talk to me, to be quite honest. I don't care if they say thank you. It's like if somebody interacts with me and talks with me, that's all I can really it's like just treat us like normal human beings and not like these heroes that are propped up on a pedestal. Okay, so uh, you guys heard it here. For everyone that's listening, all the doctors, the first responders, they don't want any thank yous. We just want to eat it. They absolutely hate okay, it. Okay, so hey, they just was, want a conversation. Listen, they listen, want a... <laughs> listen. Uh, there, was, there was two nurses in uh, our little gathering. This is a weird joke. Virtual gathering this morning. And oh, okay. we said thank you a lot to them. And they were, one of them is the wife of a current service member. And she took that very well in stride. So Mm -hmm. just saying. She's like, (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) Dilly, dilly. (laughs) Dilly, dilly, dilly. A second verse um, talked about he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death. Um, You know, we've talked to... a little bit about, you know, is being humble, uh, or actually, sorry, I wrote that down wrong. Or is oh. being humble. Yeah. I totally wrote that right down wrong. Uh, one thing I want to talk about real quick is, you know, <laughs> Oedipus. um, good, you know, good change the thought of being humble in a Christian circle and, how you know are we also in non-christian circles so does being humble matter at all today in our world to a degree to a degree like i said it's like a currency like i'm only i'm only humbling myself in order to get these things yeah what your intentions are self-seeking and self-serving it's just serving it's it's like I told something to to sarah that i confess and you know i'm i feel like the best way is just be as transparent as it can be something that that is that has convicted that the lord has convicted me in lately is sometimes doing a group or going to church being like um say i'm i know that like this big huge we're going to do like a marriage counseling session right with the church in our in our dg and this is where this is where the sin creeps in is that I will then start doing for the next week or two being like, Oh, you need dishes. Oh, you need, you need need back rubs or foot rubs or, you know, and then, and then, so then what happens is I, is I mask them up. Yeah. I mask this whole, I mask, I put on this whole uh, facade over her. So what happens is then when she's looks back on the last like week or two, she's like, Oh man, it's been, our marriage is like great. Or this is Byron's really great at this, but really knowing that I did that all for selfish reasons. You bootleg humility there, guys. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like the intentions of our heart are constantly like wicked in the sense that I will mm-hmm. always look for at myself to be glorified in some way. So I don't look bad. Like Chad, you talked about it earlier um, uh, about this, like almost like a facade, almost like t- being saying that you're being some way at work and you're this person that's in front of other people to be in with the group and cool and stuff. And it's like, that even happens at home. That doesn't always just happen yeah. at work also. Yeah. Right. 
It's like, I can sit here and have all these, I love my wife and I love my children, but I can also use them in the grand scheme of things to yeah. self-serve me, yeah. you know, and not glorify God, even though I'm trying to act like I'm doing that. Do you, you know, know what's what funny about yeah, what so, you shared is uh, you were very uh, proactive about it. And I was very reactive, meaning that, you know, that, that meeting that you talk about, you know, that was coming and you knew what was going to be talked about. You started preparing before to make the marriage seem better or whatever, you know, to that conversation. Yeah. Well, right. But our marriage is good though. I just, totally, totally. But for me, okay. like I would be in a situation where, you know, a question like that was asked and Janelle would share something and, uh, you know, the result wasn't always good. It was always like, well, we're working on this, working on that. And then afterwards yeah. it would be a focus and uh, it would only last for a couple of weeks, you know, and then I'd fall back in my rut. And, uh, and, and like for me, my rut, what, what, uh, you know, does, you know, to answer the question, um, I don't know if this answers the question, but basically what I was going to share was that um, I, I used to be, it still kind of is today. It's kind of hard to like do really nice things for somebody because they're going to say thank you. And I don't know what it is about me that doesn't like that conversation. Yeah. So it like makes me awkward when people get sentimental like that. Uh, but what's strange is that like me and Janelle talked about that uh, a while ago and, um, you know, I, I told her, I was like, you know, when, when you say like, thank you for doing the dishes or for vacuuming or whatever, like, like, I don't want to be for her to say that because then it's almost like I'm, I'm being glorified for, for doing something that I should already be doing. Exactly. Like, like, don't say thank you because that should be normal. Um, but that was like, it was kind of twisted in my head because it's like, it's like, no, like if I'm loving her well, like I'm going to do those things. She it's, it's a human reaction to be thankful and be happy that someone's mm -hmm. serving you. And so, so yeah, and I was putting too. back on her the stipulation that, um, that you can't say thank you. Like that's just controlling and it's, and it's unhealthy. And, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. And, and, and so what's been interesting is that like, um, I've been, God's been giving me a second wind in the, in, in the evenings. And, uh, like when I come home from work, um, because like I come home very energetic, uh, like, like, you know, pl playing with the kids, um, hall, you know, just do the random things to help out around the house instead of just like sitting around and uh, Janelle will randomly now say, you know, thank you. Or like, like that was really nice of you that you, you did X, Y, Z like the other day. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, cause, cause, cause yeah, exactly. So, so at this point, like my, my inside reaction doesn't get like, cause I used to actually get frustrated that she would say that, which is just, in just weird, right? Like there was something in me that like, um, like I'd actually get kind of angry if she like would say that all the time because I was like, that should just be something normal. 
and I was getting mad at her, but I was really mad at myself that I wasn't doing those things out of joy and out of love. I was doing those things out of obligation. And so I was really just mad at myself, but I was taking it out on her. And, uh, it's like you're falling, you're like mad at yourself for constantly falling short, knowing that that's yeah, not because I really wasn't loving her. I was just doing it to, yeah, to check a box so yeah. that, like, kind of like what you're saying, like, as soon as that question's asked, like, how are you guys doing? It's like, uh, uh how can I look good? Yeah. How can I not show, so, you know, how can I show like face? Basically, just, yeah. just, just being more pure in my intentions and uh, more Christ like, I guess. And so that's, Actually, you know, I, I wasn't thinking about that until literally right now, but that's definitely a praise because I think that my mindset has changed to to be more accepting of her giving me the um, encouragement or, or or thanks. Like it's more or less like now it's like it's like yeah, I mean it was cool to do that for you. Like you're welcome, no big deal. Yeah, I enjoyed that. So, yeah. yeah, like Maui. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Such a good movie. But no, that is, that is, no, that's good because I love that movie. I actually like the movie a lot. Uh, but it is like, you know, the things is just like selflessly, humbly serving your wife. And that has been one of those things that has really been conviction over this last year. Even when I just said, like, not setting myself up to look good in front of other people when I am not. It's it's weird because it's super hard for me to talk about this stuff because it makes it 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 sucks, you know. It's a sucky because it's a sin that I mean I've talked to Sarah about this, so it's not like it's something that's not been talked about. It just sucks to be more open about it and honest, even with you guys. But it just sucks like this last year, just really self-serving. It's been about me, and my intention is always to look good so that I can always protect myself. But really, I wasn't protecting my wife's heart. I wasn't protecting my children from that either because then they saw their dad be selfish or have a tone that then said it's okay to be a consumer of everything that's good around you Mm -hmm. and not give anything back without loving Mm -hmm. someone honestly you know and that's not a way of raising children in a household that says we're christian you know to to take advantage that's essentially what i'm doing i mean be real i mean that's essentially what i was doing that's what i was doing was being taking advantage of Sarah and the children in a way that wasn't loving, caring. And I was not humbly serving in any way because it was yeah. comp- all from pride. I don't want other people to look at me this way. I see that they got a good marriage. I don't want, you know, the guys, the husbands to think that I'm being like this and not that I'm like, I think about those things. Like it's like more on Do like you a think subconscious that started level, happening more right? when you became a discipleship group leader. I think it did. And I think that's part of like, maybe I even stepped down from that role. For that for the moment that I have pressure on yourself. Um, I mean, I've been, yeah, to be something and, and really, and that was my concern earlier on. I I mean, you know, we had conversations earlier on. I didn't want to just lead a group just for off my own power, my own, what, like I wanted to be something that honored God and and was led by the spirit and stuff and said, I put too much pressure on myself on that. And that's obviously another thing we can talk about about now, or I guess even now. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to talk about now, but just like, you know, I have now (laughs) Ringo. But just even being asked recently, you know, to, to be nice. a, a coach, yeah. you know, um, and, you know, you know, and it's something that I, I, be I believe I it. could do because I believe that God has given me that ability to do those things. And I would, I agree mm. with you. Right. But this like last year, yeah, yeah, 
I'm trying to be humble. <laughs> I uh, agree with you. Totally. I believe God I'm gave me that. No, no. <laughs> totes and goats, totes, totes and goats. Uh, You're the best. That's the new intro. Karate Kid <laughs> montage right there. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it becomes one of those things where for me, instead of being humble, I be, I became more and more prideful. I became more wanting to, oh man, I don't, again, it's not like I have these self talks. It's just, you just subconsciously just start it's a thinking natural like nature, man, it'll get you. Yeah. God has definitely revealed those things and like really wrecked my heart over those situations to really be like, Hey, but that's not how you love. That's not how you live. That's not how you, you know, pursue. That's not how you're going to, yeah. that's not how you pursue me. That's not how you love your wife. That's not how you love your kids. It's not how you love your friends like you guys, you know, being, you know, like that. And stuff. Yeah, so, no, I, I appreciate mean, it, man. Real. Um, I think that one thing that was weighing on me heavily as we were like uh, just preparing for this episode um, is I kept thinking of, you know, all the guys that, you know, I've known in the past that um, were, you know, we're just prideful in certain areas. Like, you know, um, some of these guys, you know, I would come alongside and Janelle would be talking to like their wives and stuff. And there are just certain areas of their life that they didn't want to give up, um, you know, just areas of pride, um, you know, just in sometimes a disagreement or, or like, uh, I want to live here or, I want to have this job, but you know, this thing with her is holding me back. And, um, and sometimes it was just like the wife, like wanting to, uh, just bring up an issue. Like, I mean, similar to like an issue with me, like, you know, just being controlling, um, and manipulative, uh, you know, just talking about things like that. And, and a lot of the guys, you know, and I'm just talking through like the, the, the first like three or four years, you know, when we became a church, um, a lot of these people aren't even at our church anymore. Uh, but it just seemed like there was people that were just holding on to a lot of pride and wouldn't humble themselves to love themselves, to honor and obey God and love their wives. And uh, so I just like, the overarching question that, you know, I put below here is, you know, what do you have to give up to humble yourself before God? I, I don't know. I, I just think it's something to think about because it's like, I think all of us can sit back and, uh, you know, think of areas where we are prideful, just like we've talked about tonight. Um, but like, you know, there's action to that because we're accountable to God. And just as we read in Philippians, um, you know, God is commanding us uh, to humble ourselves. Um, yeah, it's like what we sing too. Like the, I think it's the song. It's like, take my will day by day, blend it with thine and take away. Um, I think that's part of it because, you know, we are in this process of sanctification. And so there is a continual need for us to bend the knee to Jesus every single day because we're going to sin either commissionally or omissionally. And a lot of the times it's omissionally and we're like, uh, and then somebody just needs to like kind of virtual slap us or like, 
but five feet or six feet away from us and just kind of have you seen okay i hate to go down a rabbit hole have you seen the meme of batman no. with the slapstick and he's like six feet away oh my gosh it's great so instead of him going up to robin and smacking him <laughs> he has a stick <laughs> and he smacks him away with a face mask on or like so i mean that's that's what with the time we live in now covid baby uh but like Somebody will drop bomb, a drop a truth bomb. I, I like that you always say COVID, baby. Like as if people don't know <laughs> what is going on. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just thought it's funny. Go ahead. Uh, so, but some sometimes that's going to happen to you. Like you'll do something to somebody, and you'll be like, they'll be like, "Hey, that really hurt me." It's like, uh, what did? And yeah. just how James talks about how both. Um, your tongue can be used as a weapon in a certain way, but it also can be used as blessing. And I think just trying to walk through, okay, how do I humble myself in this way? Cause even though we as mortal men aren't like Jesus, we can look to Jesus and be like, you need to help me with this by the Holy spirit, Lord, because I can't do this. Um, and I think that's a huge thing because I know if, if I'm told something wrong, usually what I'll do is like, I'll step back and then I'll think about it. And then I'll come back to that person. It's like, okay, yes, what I did was not right. And what I did was sinful. And this is how I need to change. And this is how you need to pray for me in that change. So, um, yeah, I just think something along those lines, but yeah, it's tough because we're always going to sin. And some, most of the time it's going to be omissional. Yeah. So, well, like for instance, that you said that it brought me up to this. Uh, it made me think about this conversation I had with River. Not a conversation; it was more of me being a jerk, uh, which is not unusual in my household. Um, but uh, River was playing because you know his, his little team. They started a little baseball tournament with the show Twenty. It's awesome. And River's usually really good at it. He's usually really good at, it, but for some reason, he was just swinging at like the just. Like, seriously, why are you swinging? But I kept saying, I was like, dude, I was like, you suck. I was like, oh, you suck. I was like, River, I can't even watch you suck right now. And I'm saying that. And he starts crying. I didn't really start. I know. I know. Okay. You're so hard on him. He starts crying. I don't really start crying. Dude, I'm super hard. I I know. It's seriously. I I was like half joking because you're a great dad. But I mean, in this moment, it doesn't sound like. But I'm being serious. Yeah, no, I'm hard on him. You know what's interesting? I'm Uh, going to interrupt you. But he was just... Uh, Is is that... uh, Shocker! There's been some times where I'll, like, mess around with Blake and go a little bit too far, and, like, he gets his feelings really hurt. And I'm just like, that's right. He's still a kid. He's not as thick-skinned as, you know, I am being 30-plus years old. Not going to give that... that, So, yeah, totally get it. But go ahead. But no, River's sitting there, and, I, and and I'm like, oh, you you suck, like, oh, River, like, I can't even watch you, you suck, like, kind of thing. But I didn't realize it was affecting him, and he and he's crying. He's like, <laughs> and I'm like, River, are you crying? He's like, he's like, yeah, you're hurting my feelings by saying that I suck and stuff. He's like, Dad, your words are hurting me, and I'm like, it was like what? And then in my pride, I'm like, oh, <laughs> shut up, like kind of, ha, ha. and I walk away, and then I'm in the kitchen, and I'm just like, <laughs> you're such a jerk. And then Sarah's like giving you that look, like, yeah, no. Sarah was like, Sarah was like straight up hockey jersey over the head and just straight uppercuts. No, just knife to throw. No, Sarah was. Sarah was like Bob Barker. Yeah, she went Bob Barker. Price is wrong. 
No, but Sarah, Sarah, no, she did. She came in. She's like, she's like, Byron, she's like, yo, you like, she doesn't even talk like that. I only have to talk like that in the household. But she's like, you're like, that's not cool. Like, you need to go apologize to him. And I'm like, oh, whatever. It's just a game. You know, and I keep telling him, oh, it's just a game. But I'm like all up in arms and mad. And the thing is, is it is one of those things is our words do matter to these young men. And it, it does matter to people. And um, there was a point, Jack, you said something. And then that's why I brought it up. Um, but our our words do hold. the to- yeah. yeah, the tongue thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like what we say James. does, does, you know, hold, especially if you're a dad or you're a leader or you're a person in some kind of authority or power or whatever, like our words do mean something to people that yeah. are under us that do care. Yeah, for Byron, us. when you um, uh, shared, you, you know, on your testimony episode, you know, about things your mom and, and your dad would say, like, like that was, yeah. those some pretty, pretty tough things. And uh, you know, like that interaction you had with river, like, even though in like yeah. to your experience that, like what you did to him to your scale was nothing, nothing compared to what you had to go through. And so like, it's almost like in your mind, it's like, we're just having fun. It's no big deal. But like then to river, it's like, my dad thinks I suck. Because I don't talk. Yeah. And I don't talk to him like that. I don't ever talk to him like that. Like I don't ever. Yeah, I did. And that's the thing. And I, so, Oh, that was a point. So then I came back and, Chad, you even talked about it about coming in. Jack, you said it too about coming back and apologizing to people and humbling yourself. And it was like it was one of those things where I'm grateful for the wife that I have in Sarah that to come and call me out on that. And I'm grateful to a God that was willing to forgive me and work through that. And then and then directed me to go talk to River. And I put my hand on River and I said, "Yo, man, like I love you. I apologize." I'm in sin for, for being the way that I was by calling you names and, 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 you know, making you sad. Like that's, that's my bad. And like, just, and then we talked about it a little bit and I just said, will you forgive me? And he's like, yeah, dad, of course I love you. You know, and it's, you know, it's things like that as it's like, that was super humbling. It was humbling because I had to confess that I was not only wrong in front of my wife and in front of river, but I also had to confess that I was wrong in front of, you know, God and stuff like that. And, but I'm gracious. I'm grateful that we do serve a loving, gracious God, and that He does give us family that does care and graciously will forgive. I us think that what people too. like can't really so, see yeah. is that, like, yeah, you sinned, but as soon as you confess mm-hmm. your sin, God forgives it, and you don't have to carry that anymore. And the freedom you have with that is just insurmountable like it's the best thing ever and that's i i I think that's why i brought up you know the the examples of the guys that i talked to that didn't want to drop their pride and say they're sorry or whatever it's like dude it's like it's so easy because as soon as you do it there's freedom and there's forgiveness because like god loves you yeah yeah it's it's not a big deal so well, if it is a big deal, it's like, it's easier to move on from that. It's easier to go, okay, we've talked about it. We've reconciled, we've worked through this. And uh, that's, that's you know, I would say right though, that like the heavier issues are hard to talk about and like humble yourself with, and it can take a lot of time. So I don't want to seem arrogant in saying that it's all easy. <laughs> yeah. Too, too late. Too late. <laughs> but for sure. the I mean, the difference is that like, like we tell Blake all the time, like when he dis, like, like when he sins, um, 
you know, we talked to him about it. He asked for forgiveness and, you know, me and Janelle's response to him every single time is that it's like, well, we forgive you too, because Jesus forgave us of our sins. So we can do the same for you. We love you. You know, like I, I just want him to know that, like, just obviously you need to know that, but like, like, Hey, the only reason I can actually forgive you is because I was actually forgiven and now I can forgive you. Like, it's not possible outside of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was very humble of you. It's just experiential. Yeah. Ooh. Humble brag. That, that was the one thing I wanted to talk about real quick. And maybe we can end with this is like, how do you actually uh, <laughs> brag with humility? You can, dude. I don't I mean, think with, you, you can. Put, you with you the put hands I mean, together and you just say, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's I like this whole motion. <laughs> Bless you. Best. It's so hard to do that. You can't. You can't do that. If somebody says like, even in work in anything, it's like thank you so much for doing that. Like I don't know. I think Chad and you and I we have that instinct thing of like, nope, not gonna not gonna take that. Don't want to receive that right now. You know because it's like, I think for us, Chad, like veterans you know i think for us it's going to be tough because it's like this is what we should be doing you know uh you know i should be doing this i should be doing that so that's why i don't need any thank yous i think that's instinctual for chad and i maybe and that's going into the mind of like people who get out of the military and then are acclimated into like civilian life for you know four or five six seven years but I think that's. Well, I don't um, think that you. I think that if your intentions ever to do something, I, I mean, I don't even believe you have to be in the military in order for someone to come up sure. to you, like Sarah doing something and be like, "Hey, thanks for doing dishes." Me just looking at her and just be like, "Yeah, I, yeah, you're welcome." Yeah. I, I, like I don't know. Like okay. Like that. That's yeah. just what I'm supposed to do. I mean, that's what we're called to. But yet to again, do. you don't. It's yeah, not just dishes, but. But yet you know again, you don't want to treat love or anything like that, or as a duty or an obligation. Absolutely not. Yeah, or something not. that. Oh my here's my checklist or something like that. Um, that's not gonna, I don't think that's the right attitude to going into that. I think you love should be just like a second. It's a second nature thing because oh, it's second nature. All right. Spirit has given you. New- what's the, what's the second commandment, <laughs> right? The second greatest commandment, you know, to love others as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, yeah, it's uh we can end there. Uh, Go ahead, Jack. I'm bringing the mic drop with Ooh. the camera. By the Holy Spirit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I think that all of our lives is, I mean, we're still going to have to be dependent upon the Holy Spirit for us to love people. Because some people, some people, whew, I do not want to love that person today. Like, especially in a work environment. If you know that person is probably out to do some things to like mess with you, it's like, the last person I want to love and show humility towards is that person. But still like, I will get those like little pricks, little, little flicks. Like, Hey, Holy spirit will be like, Hey, stupid. Ah. And it's like, yeah, you are supposed to love them. So. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of brothers of Ash. Um, we appreciate you, the listener, all four of you. Um, go ahead and drop us an iTunes review that really helps us um, just get out there. The more reviews we have, the more people are going to be able to listen because iTunes is actually going to throw us higher on that list. Um, I definitely encourage.
Shout out to Josh at the Reformatory yeah, for that. So awesome. obviously yeah, he that listened to our episode last week, which is amazing. Thanks, bro. Uh, he left a hilarious uh, comment that um, I'll just say when I was listening or no, I got home after listening to our podcast just because I listened to it because we need to listen to it. His uh, iTunes comment was hilarious. Uh, I originally thought it was some random actual person leaving a comment and like was talking mad trash about the reformatory. And then Jack gave it up that it was actually Josh from the reformatory. <laughs> so it, yeah, was, Josh. it was pretty hysterical learning that. So uh, I uh, went ahead right then and there and and drop them a review of theirs. Um, I will have to admit that I've listened to half of their episodes. I haven't stayed caught up. Sorry, guys. Um, so again, we love you, the listener. Thank you for listening. Uh, please leave us that iTunes review to uh, boost us up on that list. Share this podcast with friends. And of course, as always, wash them hands. Hashtag Tiger Trump 2020.